Welcome to the Noble Eight Podcast, Ape Reality. I'm Tom Barbley, and today I'd like to talk in some detail about the work that I've been doing over the past month. The problem with the podcast to date is that I've typically done a mail-out podcast at the end of every month. I've not really covered the level of granularity, some of the things going on. A large part of that has also been because my writing schedule and now peer review schedule has been such that this has been limiting. However, I wanted to take the opportunity to talk specifically with regards to the COCO and OpenGL implementation on the Mac, which is happening in parallel. My hope is that the OpenGL implementation will also be useful for the Linux version and potentially also the Windows version through some linking API. But as it is currently, it's just necessitated by the Cocoa implementation for the Mac. My thinking was initially that I would mirror what I had done in the Carbon implementation, the 64-bit Carbon implementation, and move it into Cocoa. However, what that identified primarily was that I would probably have to go through an OpenGL layer in any case. And the best example source files that I found with regards to learning Coco were also OpenGL source files. So I thought, well, I might as well bite the bullet and do the two things in parallel. So what followed was a few long late nights with regards to me trying to get the Coco to behave in a way that I wanted, particularly with regards to the simulation timers and the window updates and these kind of things. And then moving back to the thought that maybe I had bitten off more than I could chew and then I needed to go back to the OpenGL implementation and just get the OpenGL implementation with Noble 8 working. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the OpenGL implementation initially. Having looked at OpenGL, my original scheme was basically to implement everything up front in terms of 3D OpenGL style rendering. This created a couple of roadblocks, and a couple of roadblocks basically meant impassable barriers that were slowing down any movement towards a full OpenGL implementation. And then I was flicking through the red book, the OpenGL red book, and it occurred to me that OpenGL already has flat two-dimensional graphics effectively blitting and I could just take the existing Noble 8 graphical interface and put it through OpenGL blitting just to start the process going just to have it working with OpenGL and then go window by window and optimize it specifically with regards to 3D graphics or in the case of obviously the meters window the line vectors that draw the meters and these kind of things little weather perhaps a little 3D representation of the weather or something like that but I thought this was probably a better way to go which still returned to the starting point of having an OpenGL interface and looking at the existing OpenGL interfaces was in part how I got caught into this Coco implementation. Ironically I have probably six month old OpenGL interface through Carbon that I had worked on for the stuff that I talked about with regards to landscapes and solid rendering and these kind of things and the final problem with that was that in the 3D renderings there were still little white points that would come through as you did a fluid rotate. This was the problem associated with the OpenGL. It wasn't the frame rate, it wasn't the issues associated with getting the full landscape data into the OpenGL environment and then just rotating the camera. It was fundamentally that uh, points of the spans that were clearly bits that weren't showing a solid and this posed a few problems but I did have existing source code at that time. Ultimately also the Coco implementation, the Coco kind of learning Coco time frame has been extended because of the additional writing and peer review. What I want to really 
actually get to is the old carbon implementation. The old carbon implementation had cursors that changed as they went over windows. It had various keyboard interfaces which enabled faster movement and utilisation of the apes. Per the discussion associated with Bruce Damer's demonstration of Noble Ape, obviously a lot of this was a, a dark art in some regard and not necessarily something that all the users were receptive to. But I just want to get back to that kind of level of functionality. It's actually quite frustrating to not have that functionality moving into the future, particularly having invested so much time to get it to that stage. That is the nature of these things and it needs to be done. So my thinking currently is that I need to allocate a lot more time than I have allocated to this to date and also I need to clear the slate with regards to potential publishing and these kind of things because ultimately I think probably the six months after the Nature Inspired Informatics piece comes out and I still haven't had confirmation on that although I'm still relatively confident and obviously the Dick Gordon chapter. These two things will give me a clear indication of what it means in terms of numbers and feedback and interactions and potential university contact and all this kind of stuff. Ultimately, and this goes to the bio to CD as well, these things are never things that I have clear, you know, if I do A, B and C then D, E and F will occur. I usually have to get to C before I even know that D may be a possibility. There are all these interlinking step processes that I'm never really clear about and this is the difficulty with regards to time allocation, particularly when it's an after hours related development and the biota commitments are, are such as well. That I don't really know what I do will be productive in the future in terms of getting people interested in noble ape development, getting a situation where biota is not necessarily running itself, but certainly running itself considerably better. I think the current situation with biota live in particular is that it looks very good from the outside, primarily because you don't see all the hours <laughs> that are spent internally in order to get biota live out, in order to get the guests on, in order to get things sounding right, in order to do the necessary background research all of that is lost in the end product and in many regards that I hope is a credit to the end product because it, it seems so effortless but all these things take time and particularly with regards to noble ape development so much of it is a invest x amount of time see if you get any rewards back or invest y amount of time and assuming you're not going to get any rewards back but you need to do this before you can move on to the next stage and with regards to the cocoa and the OpenGL implementation this is critical because ultimately Apple will stop supporting noble ape they'll stop having it with their chud toolkit it'll just stop come 10.6 10 10.7 10.8 they're going to phase out carbon altogether and if it's not written then it's not going to be included and I've had previous impasses where if, if I haven't done certain things it wouldn't be included and I did those certain things and it got out well this is a major step it needs to be done and time needs to be allocated so irrespective of any cost benefit analysis in an abstract sense this is just something that needs to be done whether it will benefit the development in the medium to long term that's not really important it needs to be done in order to maintain the short-term aspects of the development and this is one of the real difficulties associated with open source it's because it's a part-time after hours kind of effort you need to really almost take undeniable risks in terms of how you support the software how you get components out so really rather than talking in a podcast i should probably get on and do this but i think i've given some outline of what i'm doing currently in terms of the graphics and the directions that i want to take in terms of the cocoaization and my hope is come the next mail out not this mail out that's about to be recorded but the next mail out there will be actual things that have been done however there are a lot of things coming up in the next month 
as you will soon hear, so I don't want to make any predictions as yet. If you would like to get in contact, Tom at NobleApe.com. I welcome all correspondence, uh, particularly stuff with regards to the graphics. If you know Coco and you would be willing to assist in any way, shape or form, I have some Coco. I'd like to get a little bit more in Noble Ape development. It will not be something that you do and then get no kudos for. I will certainly pile on the kudos and care packages and everything is necessary. I like to go above and beyond the call of duty with regards to people that assist with the Noble Ape development. If you'd like to get in contact, tom at noblelate.com. I welcome all correspondence. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Look forward to tuning into the next podcast.